Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Happy Monday on the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. What's going on, Bears fans? My name is Adam Hogue alongside Nicholas Moriano. We already have uh, one commenter who has said he has smashed the like button. What a way to start the week. We appreciate that, Gage McDaniel. LFG. What was that? LFG. Oh, yeah. I know what that means. <laughs> I'm glad. Yes. It Acronyms. Conf- it confused me when, uh, what was the Mets slogan? Let's L- go Mets go. LGM. Don't they do LGM? Let's uh, go Mets. Yeah. But LFG. it's, I don't know, that three, it confused me when that started becoming a thing on Twitter with the Mets. But that has nothing to do with this show. Nope. Um, Appreciate it, Gage. Lawrence is here producing today. Hello. Good to have you back from the hockey world. God, that was a lot of hockey. Um, we, uh, we did over seven hours of, of hockey on, uh, in those 24 hour period. It was a lot. I mean, it's hard enough to know all the NFL draft prospects. I couldn't imagine doing a hockey draft. Yeah, oh, trust guys. me. Yeah. We were, we were getting into that third round guys and, you know, Greg's like scrolling through his elite prospects book and it was a it's, lot. It's kind of weird not being. Like, I am definitely in the casual Blackhawks fandom I'm world. Man. Like, I'll check back in when they're good, and, yep. I'll, and I'll, of course, well, watch. You don't have to check back in for <laughs> so a while. Check that yeah, for a I while. know. So, but I'll still be paying attention to what Jay Zawoski and the crew have to say mm-hmm. on our CHGO Blackhawks show, of course, uh, like I did with the draft. But as I was watching that unfold, I was like, yep, never heard of a single one of these players. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you follow this or how you do this or how you prepare for it, but congrats to you because it sounds like a lot of work. It was, yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know who the hell these kids are, but I don't know. Maybe in three years one of them will be good. I don't know. It, it forces you to do a lot of or have a lot of faith uh, in you an organization. <laughs> you don't like, know any of these guys. You have to do it. I don't know. It's like when the White Sox traded Chris Sale – Mm-hmm. You'd at least heard of Yohan Mankata and Michael Kopech. You're like, yeah, these are big prospects in baseball. I know. And, like, I don't. Sure. I mean. I Frank Nazar. Sure. Kevin sure. Korchinski. Sure. Who needs Alex to bring it when you can. Uh, Did you see the weird uh, call that they had where the coach was on the phone call with the Blackhawks and it looked like it was. Uh, it wasn't even the phone call. Yeah. The happened? Ottawa Senators. Yeah. They posted that, like. 
that was supposedly weird. Supposedly behind the scenes of the Debrinka trade. Because his phone was just a regular, it was on the home screen of the iPhone. It didn't oh even show God. that it was on the call. I didn't it was even, like, I'll be honest, I didn't even, I half watched that and didn't. I was okay. just like, too angry that they got rid of a 24-year-old that has two 40-goal seasons. No big deal. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, in other news, the Steelers just announced that Heinz Field oh. is now called Hunts. Ac- <laughs> That's what it sh- that would have been hilarious. Acrisure Stadium. Why? Huh? Acrisure Stadium. That's not a real word. I do not know what that company is. Heck yeah. But that is probably why that company has spent so much money to put their name on a stadium now so that know. millions of people around the world are checking Twitter right now. Crypto? Is it crypto related? Going, what is Acrisure? Acrisure. Aqueduct? Uh, Isaac in the chat says, come visit Idaho, y'all. I don't know. Idaho. Maybe? I'd love to go out west. Never had a, I don't know. Sounds nice. My cousin did a, uh, uh, what do they call those? Rotations, I think they call them. And uh, he had to do one in a town called, outside of Boise. Mm. Wasn't in Boise, he was out, I don't know. He said Idaho is cool. My aunt's going to go to North Dakota to run. Her like goal is to run in each state. We just did a 10K on Sunday. She was telling me each state. This is your aunt? My aunt, yeah. Is your aunt Forrest Gump? She is not, but she might as well be. She did like 50 miles in 48 hours uh, the other two weekends ago. I'm like, wow. That's insane. That's, you're nuts, but yeah. Big at the West Coast. God bless her. That does not sound fun to me. No. no. I mean, I'll drive in a car through all the states. <laughs> there you go. That's what I to get across. But, uh, all right, we have a lot to get to on this show today. We are down to our final opponent preview uh, as we talk about the Buffalo Bills. Wow. I had a final opponent. I thought it was uh, worth yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, let's horns. get amped for the uh, Buffalo Bills. Our commenter saying Acrisure is an insurance company. Ah. Okay. And to go to northern Idaho, too. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Acrisurance. Insure, yeah. I get it. I see it. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Bills, and we have two player grades. I've been we've been promising that we'd get to two. Um, Michael says Nick's aunt is just built different. Hogue, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. Yep. I can't make it out of my neighborhood running. <laughs> let alone you can if you try. I can't make it out of my house. I just don't run. Period. <sighs> I was disappointed with my time though. I'll say that in the ten k. I was shooting for forty five minutes. Got yeah. 49. That's not good. That's not, it's terrible. Just like the Hawkeyes, you probably just fell apart down the stretch. Well, like, I was making jokes because there's the Big Ten trophy there, like, right there at Soldier Field. I'm like, and I, all the Iowa fans are like, this is the closest we're ever going to get to the Big Ten trophy. I'm like, damn. You making got jokes to, about my old school. You got to see it. I got to see it. That's what it looks like. And then you, <laughs> and then you flamed out just like Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> Tough. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. Two players to talk about. Oh, my goodness. I, I know that's out. not on your screen yet if you're watching on YouTube. It's about to be as we're about to see what Nick looked like. I, I actually got legit running check out shoes, the, too. Check out the, like, golden leggings or whatever is going on there. Yeah. I went, you know, got to represent, go all out. Did that. I do like those leggings. They do help you. They do. Oh, yeah. I was always, uh, I was always skeptical, um, and then I finally started wearing them playing basketball i didn't wear the ones that go all the way down i had like the, the quarter the quarter yep those are good three too. quarter ones or whatever oh, yeah and yeah not as much swelling your legs feel better mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah. true 
A lot of times it's I'm going to go do like CHO softball tonight. If we play, we're wearing the leggings. Yep. It doesn't really make sense, <laughs> but neither does K tape. Yeah. And when it, remember when I had my wrist thing a few weeks ago? Mm-hmm. As soon as my wife put the K tape on, it like miraculously went away in two days. I don't know how that how that. I mean, it made works. no sense, but also maybe it was just good timing. But the, it just like I'm like, oh, well, that worked. That's how that works. So, K-tape. go figure. Um, we also have some stuff on Ryan Poles that I know you want to talk about. Should we lead with that? Yeah, it was on um, Good Morning Football. Scott Pioli, obviously worked with the Chiefs, when being a former GM, had some glowing remarks to say about his, I guess, former employee, Ryan Poles. Um, when he got the job with the Chiefs, what Scott Pioli was saying, that he was one of the first people, um, Ryan Poles, that he hired in the personnel department and one of the, the quotes that he had in his about minute, 25-second um, talk about Ryan Poles, he said he's very smart, loves football, incredibly hardworking. And the other thing about Poles is this he's exceedingly p- compassionate and has very strong emotional intelligence, which is really important in today's NFL. And the one thing that really stood out about him are a couple things, attention detail, organizational skills, and the ability to communicate with all the scouts at such a young age. That's what really stood out about um, or to Scott Pioli from Ryan Poles. And I know with this offseason, there's kind of been some, I guess, negatives, right? When you don't land Larry Ogunjobi, when you have players being arrested and things like that, you can look at Ryan Poles so far. It's like, is it, I don't know, is he too much in over his head in his first year? But um, from somebody who's been at the top, where now Ryan Poles is at, he thinks he has what it takes to be a successful GM. Yeah, I, th- I found some of these comments interesting because um – especially the emotional intelligence part. We, you know, we heard from polls when he talked to us at the owners meetings uh, back at the end of March, how hard that was when he had to sit in the car and tell Larry Ogunjobi that he, you know, basically had to take away the contract they had offered him um, and how tough that was. I've also heard from people in that building that, polls can be hard to read sometimes because he is kind of stoic and so serious uh, and business-like. Why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. I mean, he's not that creepy, but yes, he is serious. serious. So, some Well, the way it was just worded to me is that he could sometimes be hard to read um, because of that. And I think that, that might speak to some of that very strong emotional intelligence, maybe kind of staying even-keeled. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the communication part, then, is interesting because... It was like, whatever Sometimes when you're hard to read, you're not necessarily communicating. Yeah. So I, But I don't know. I, I, you know. I'm not in that building. And I think some of these, even though we are pretty much six months into this whole thing yeah. with the new staff... Um, we're still getting to know them. I think people oh, yeah. inside that building are probably still getting to know them at this point. Absolutely. Again, we always got to keep these with a the, with the grain of salt. But this is coming from somebody who knows hired, was like the first guy to hire Ryan Poles. Mm-hmm. So he's always going to you know, have yeah. good, thing, good things to say. It's the same thing we went through when these guys were hired. Um, I'm a little bit more interested to hear what, you know, maybe we're a year or two down the road. What people who have been around him now in this role as general manager have to say about him? Yeah, because so. I mean, your friends are always going to talk good about you, right? Usually, right. that's usually what how it not, goes. Not my friends, but 
I think. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I'm always talking good about all my friends. <laughs> most times. You want to air any grievances? Yeah. No. Anybody no, okay. out there? We'll keep that uh, in the uh, <laughs> behind the scenes. Just want to make sure. Talk behind their back. <laughs> I don't know if you have a problem with with Bob in particular that you want to talk uh, about? Not great, Bob. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. We got to keep things moving on this show. A lot to squeeze in. And the Buffalo Bills are the last opponent we have to preview. Uh, they're not the last game. This is going to be a game on Christmas Eve at Soldier Field. But um, the last two games are, Division how does it end? Vikings, Packers, right? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't end in Minnesota for the first time in a, in a while. Um, but the Buffalo Bills, because we've already done the Vikings and Packers, we're not going to do them again. So the Bills are the last opponent on the schedule, of course. Last year, great season. They've certainly been building from the ground up for quite some time now. And I hit the lottery with the quarterback, it looks like. So they are well on their way. Went 11-6 and six in 2021, which won the AFC East. They have officially taken over that division from the Patriots. And, uh, of course, had that amazing playoff game against the Chiefs that turned out to be a loss. But, um, you know, it came down to the coin toss. Came down to the coin toss. Has now led to both teams getting a, a guaranteed possession in overtime because that was the big talk, um, which is fine. I'm cool with it. But um, we take a look at some of what they've done this offseason, and they've made some – made some additions without a doubt. I mean, this is still a really, really good team, but they add a guard and Roger Saffold. Um, of course, Von Miller was the big acquisition. See what he did for the Rams last year. Yeah. You know, goes wins, helps him win a Super Bowl. I mean, they went, he went from, okay, is he, is he done? Is he washed up? And then like the Rams are the team that trades for him and they get some help from the Broncos who ate the money basically to, get more draft capital in return in the trade. But Von Miller showed up and then was very, very good. And, um, in fact, Von Miller's been in the news a little bit recently because uh, Dan Pompey from The Athletic did a nice story with him. Ooh, anything Dan Pompey writes. And um, Von read. basically said, you know, you want to stay in L.A. He would have been willing to go to the Cowboys for even less, but not that much less. So he ends up getting the big deal from the Bills, which they can get out of in a couple of years. So they're, they're paying a decent amount of money for Von Miller, who should help the pass rush, and that was obviously their key addition. We'll see what they can still get out of O.J. Howard, uh, tight end, who's kind of been a disappointment for being a you yeah. know a top-ten pick uh, back in the day. Shaq Lawson also comes over. Returns it. Returns to Buffalo because he was – once there. I was going to say. Yeah, he was when there. When I see him in the additions, was, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, where he was playing last. Was it Was it Tampa? Was that Shaq Lawson? Maybe. And then I think yeah. he, returns to, he returns to Buffalo, though. So another guy on the defensive line. Uh, going back to Von Miller real quick, Adam. He had 22 quarterback pressures in those four postseason games, only one shy of Aaron Donald. So it kind of shows you the Buffalo Bills are getting that version yeah. of Aaron Donald. Even if it is just in the postseason – be a huge addition to what that defense brings um you know this upcoming season uh let's see they also lose cole beasley who from a football standpoint definitely has been a big part of their offense um, second from, leading receiver uh, in terms from, of yards last year from everything else good riddance but <laughs> uh 
So he's not there anymore. Is, is he signed anywhere? Yeah, who's stuck with him now? Hedges. I don't think he's signed anywhere. Check it real quickly. Cool. I also don't think he's done himself many favors. and Free agent still. He has not been picked up by anybody. Someone will get desperate enough and sign him. Mm-hmm. Though. Uh, then they get the cornerback, Kyra Elam. And uh, who else was on there? Khalil Shakir was also the, yes, the wide receiver from Boise State, State, who we talked about pre-draft. Someone maybe uh, the Bears could be interested in. So he ends up there. And um, Look, with Josh Allen, extremely talented team. Um, I, it would be surprising if they don't win the AFC East, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they're just, they have a stacked roster, Adam. Like, they are the clear favorites to be in the Super Bowl, to win that division, to win the AFC and when you have Josh Allen playing the way that he is, a dual threat guy, it's like it's hard to bet against them. Because if they had a coin toss in their favor, they could have easily been, in, obviously, in the Super Bowl and could have won it. Right. Uh, you, I mean, just look at the numbers. They are the favorites right now across the board. A lot of these teams we've talked about in the Bears' schedule, which is easier this year. We've been talking about teams that odds to win the Super Bowl are in the 20s. Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> the number one team to win the Super Bowl, plus 650. Um which actually solid. I mean, those are still decent odds, I feel like, for a team that good. Yeah. Um, of course, to win the AFC, they are plus 350. And uh, you're not going to get much if you bet them to win the AFC <laughs> East because they are heavy, heavy favorites there. The over-under at 11.5 wins, which, again, they only won, they won 11 and 6 last year. So, but the over costs you more, minus one, uh, 140. The under, if they still go 11 and 6, yeah, in the plus territory with mm-hmm. plus 115. It's hard to win 12 games in the NFL. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good your roster is. It's just on any get like the phrase, any given Sunday, right? And the Buffalo Bills on paper, when they go into each matchup, should realistically win. But you don't see a lot of teams getting those 12, 13, you know, win categories. But if there's one team to potentially bet at, it's probably not. I could see them having some struggles from here, you know, a little bit. Look, expectations are – I think they're going to be extremely good, but I think there could be stretches where they struggle. The expectations are through the roof. You got that aspect. Can you mm-hmm. live up to them? Um, that AFC East is it's not tricky. an easy division. You know, the Patriots are always well coached. They've finally kind of t- went over that hump, and they can beat the Patriots now. But those are still going to be probably very good games. The Dolphins – Sort of a wild card right now, but you can't ignore the fact that they finished the season with seven wins. They went eight and one down the stretch yeah. with a seven game win streak in there. They changed coaches. Um, I don't know if that coaching change is going to lead to good or lead to bad, but I think the Dolphins are, are going to be a tough team to beat. And we've talked about the Jets, we just previewed them mm-hmm. late last week. I don't necessarily think the Jets are going to be beating the Bills this year. Probably would pick the Bills to go 2-0 and against them. But it also wouldn't shock me if that's one of the big upsets of the we're talking about because I don't think the Jets are going to be pushovers either. I think they're going to be a tough team. So can the Jets go in and beat the Bills? I think that's a possibility. So all I'm saying is when you look at over-under at 11.5, it would not shock me if they go 11-6 and again and maybe still make the Super Bowl yeah, with that record. Makes sense. And uh, J.R. Uh, Mayberry also brings up you think Allen regressed without Dable. Brian Dable, someone that the uh, Bears fans wanted to be the head coach, 
Like I, I mentioned earlier, they lost Cole Beasley, who was a second-leading receiver in terms of yards. They also lost their third-leading receiver in Emmanuel Sanders in terms of yards. So you're losing two of your top three receivers in yardage, and then you have guys like Tavon Austin, Jameson Crowder, and Gabriel Davis, and, of course, we just said uh, Khalil Shakur, somebody that they drafted, being guys, and now Josh Allen has to throw, too. So could could there be some obstacles in the Bills' way in terms of offense in the beginning of the year? Maybe. That, that could be realistic without having your offensive coordinator and a couple of those um, wide receivers. But, yeah, like I said, it's, just, it's tough to win, uh, especially 12 games in the NFL. So if they have some struggles, it wouldn't surprise me, but also if they're in the Super Bowl. That, that easily won't surprise me as, as well. Yeah. Um, I think we're kind of burying the lead, though. Oh. And we didn't include him on the uh, the key ro- rookies. Because didn't the Bills end up with punt God? Oh, yeah. Did they? Matt they Ariza. Did. They did. They, did they have the punt God. Uh, and uh, That's a loss for the Bears. It is. It is. Hey, I can tell you. From what my understanding, the Bears were interested in him. Okay. But not that high. I think they <laughs> I'm like, did I forget a first round draft pick on here when I was nope. putting these in the show notes? Like, Fifth rounder. Ooh. And the Bears did get their punter, but they didn't and to that credit, I mean, I don't blame them for that. They got their guy in the seventh. Um using a fifth round pick on a punter. I get it. But punt God. Now That's my fault. Oh, round six. You put that Buffalo win at his back, and he might very well Just punt the ball out of the stadium, of the stadium. <laughs> which is actually the knock on him. The question was, does he have the touch? Which at that level, look, everybody can boom the ball. Some mm-hmm. can boom it a little bit more than others, but if you're punting at the NFL level, you have a strong enough leg. The question is, can you place the ball? Can you put it? Can you avoid those touchbacks? Um, I mean, I, how, how often are the Buffalo Bills going to be punting, you know? Well, that's uh, a good point. Is Matt Ariza even going to see the field with that offense? Maybe they didn't need him. <laughs> Maybe they didn't need him. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I might bet the over on everything with Punt God. <laughs> there you go. Because they, they got him. He was the, uh, for those that haven't thought about Punt God in a few months, we talked a lot of, on the show about him. He's the punter out of San Diego State that um, routinely kicked the ball over 80 yards. Yeah, he had multiple punts over 80 yards yeah. last year. At San Diego State, and uh, I, mean, he, I mean, he ended up setting the record, right, for um, like net average or whatever. Didn't he beat? I think so. Sauerbrunn or Sounds something, about right? I think so. Yeah, Punt uh, it might even say that in well, that text does. right there that I can't <laughs> read. Uh, single tiny. season record of averaging fifty one point two yards per attempt. 51. There you go. Gosh, asked and answered. Yeah, <laughs> on your own screen, won the Ray Guy well Award. Done. Good times. Well done. So, um. I think that uh, someone commented this would be a good measuring stick for the Bears. I agree. I mean, look, I think this is maybe one of those games where, and I've talked about this, I think the Bears are going to be able to play some teams tough and pull out a win here and there. This also seems like one of those games where maybe the talent, I've said I think the Bears will play in the fourth quarter with a lot of teams. This could be a game that might be over in the third. I'll put it that way. Like this, it's gonna be. Remember when the the Bears played Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs a couple years ago? Like late. I was season. at that game. It yes. was late season, right? Yeah, right it was Cri- December. Yeah, late December. Yeah. And uh, oh, that was when Patrick Mahomes counted to ten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to say it's gonna be that bad, but this is gonna be a tough game for the Bears to win. It is, and we're not saying that 
obviously to harp on the Bears. It's like the Buffalo Bills are really freaking good. They they really are. And maybe we'll see what happens at that point in the season. Do the Buffalo Bills have everything locked up? We we won't we won't know that. But if there is a game on the schedule outside of maybe like Green Bay in Week Two where it could get out of hand, it could be this Buffalo Bills game. Yeah, uh, Lucas says he cannot remember a game where the Bears had a good all around performance on offense, defense, and special teams against a quality opponent. Me neither. Really yeah, this the last probably season won't really be it either. I mean, first of all, you, just starting with offense, how many times do they have a good performance on offense? Yeah. And then to pair that with the defense and then special teams. That's – you're asking for a you, lot You know, in, the, in defense, though, very few teams are actually able to do that. That's kind of the problem with football. If you can, if you perform well in all three phases, you're, you're going to win the game like 99% of the time. All four phases uh, were great today. <laughs> the my, fans, too. Yeah, it's my Lovey Smith impression. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I figured. Great question, Adam. I wouldn't put that in your top 10. No. We got to get a top Maybe 10, there. actually. Yeah. Top 10 list going. Okay. I mean, up. he's had some really good ones, but mm-hmm. I'm going to. It's outside. All right, I want to tell you the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up, and if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making... A $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. Any questions, email PointsBet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out. And your home for live in-play betting is even better than ever because if you see an edge in the game that you're watching or if your favorite team seems primed for a comeback, well, you don't have to just watch that game. You can bet along with it live because PointsBet has more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash-outs. Download the PointsBet app right now. Use promo code CHGO. What are you waiting for? Because it is time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. I have to tell you about our next partner, Athletic Greens. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system, gives you energy, and improves your focus, and that's why I take my Athletic Greens, and you should too. What's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs you less than a cup of coffee a day. Also, it helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. You can check out my Instagram. I posted the Athletic Greens this morning just to prove that I take them Every day I do um, a workout, so. Yeah, he works out if you don't uh, already know yeah. from his social media. Come on now. Every day. Need to know. Need to know. Uh, no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. You know, I'm going to pull a 
oh. you know, just a random thought out of my head here. I forgot what I was listening to last week, but it was like, I think it was something on the radio where they were talking about how you just kind of have to get over um, the ones that get away. Right. Okay. And this is going off. We have a comment here from Hendrix, which is just once again bringing up how Ryan Pace passed on Patrick Mahomes. For Toyota, for Toyota Mitch. You know, they could have named that Toyota Stadium in Pittsburgh just for Mitch. Should have, actually. Missed out. But is there ever going to be a worse, <laughs> like, regret? I mean, that's... I, mean, I thought we were talking about ex-girlfriends, personally. I, 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 I thought that's where we were going to go, but... <laughs> but you know, Would you think still, I was going to go? Ex-girlfriends, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> you could picture it that way. I'm just yeah. talking about how they literally. Ryan Pace is, pro- I mean, they're probably still here. Matt and, like, who knows? Where the, the I mean, everything's different. Yeah. Everything. If that's your pick. The 2018 everything's season different. is. I mean, that is Chicago sports history, like, at the top. It's got to be. It's a quarterback of the NFL franchise in Chicago. I mean, I don't mean to keep bringing it up like and reopening wounds, but you can't just say let it go. You you can't. Ever. No. J.R. Mayberry says, are we sh- uh, sure Mahomes would still be Mahomes if he was here? I mean, that's always the spin that's, zone. Yeah. But it's hard. If you're He's that pretty talented, damn good. You, you find ways. Well, Matt Nagy developed him, right, as a rookie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine. Matt Nagy. Matt. <laughs> okay. Well played. Perfectly typed. Well played. Uh, I, anyway, I just want to throw it out there real quick. All right, we have some players to break down. Uh, actually, two today. And we will start with a guy who, look, we've only been looking. I've only been giving you the player grades on players we expect to be back. And this is the first one where we don't know, I guess. But as of right now, he's still on the roster. Expect him to be on the roster, I think, when training camp starts. But um, I don't know what he's exactly doing in that photo. Championship um, belt, right? I think it's, it's about this is do. the uh, discount double check. Uh, well, joke. I did, but it's yeah. It's, it's, I, well, it's a photo, not a GIF. Sorry for yeah. you know. Well, I knew it was a discount double check. I guess it's just at the uh, yeah, unfortunate it. part of the discount double check. Uh, fine, hmm. go with the uh, Degeneration X. You want? I don't care. <laughs> I'm just I I don't. Know. He's anyway. hey, it's him telling Aaron Rodgers to suck it. Basically, is what it's suck. saying. That's what it's going on. It's Robert Quinn. Come on. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're not allowed to thrust though. Ah, that's yes. like a rule. Okay. Always think a key and peel. Yeah, the key, key and peel skit, skit on that Have is you seen hilarious. That the key and peel skit with Which, the thrust. Uh, no. <laughs> you gotta he's watch. Like, it's he's hilarious. like, you can thrust twice, but you can't do the third thrust. Uh, I mean, it's basically making fun of the NFL. This yeah. was back when the NFL was cracking down on every celebration. No fun league. Yep. Yeah. I still don't think you're allowed to thrust, though. Especially I think that's times. a penalty. Three pumps. Three pumps. That's three pumps. Yeah. Two pumps. <laughs> Not three pumps. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch that now. Anyway, Robert Quinn. Is the uh, focus of our grade here, and uh, not surprisingly, 4.38, which puts him as a long-term starter. And maybe the only thing that might be surprising is that this isn't higher. It's the highest H war I've seen. Yeah. Well, once oh, we get sure. in the four, five, and above, that is considered a blue chip player. And I think you can argue that Robert Quinn was, um, 
you know, in that there. category last year. He, of course, had the franchise record, 18 and a half sacks, breaking Richard Dent's record. Uh, in a year where not a lot went right, he was the fun thing to watch and track late in the year. Would he break the record? And he did. He also added 17 tackles for loss, four forced fumbles. Uh, really just an outstanding 2021 season that came out of nowhere considering 2020 was a bust. And oh, it looked sure. like a terrible contract. Still not sure it was a great contract, but at least he delivered and gave you the production in his second year. Um, and this point, from this point on, the contract gets a little bit easier. Uh, I think the intriguing thing here is that you look at what he did in 2021, Nick, and you go, yeah, this is a guy who has been better as a 4-3 defensive end mm -hmm. throughout his career. That was sort of the surprising thing about the Bears giving him the money they did to have him come to Chicago and play in the 3-4. Now you think, oh, man, if he did that and he's going into this defense, things should only be better. And yet none of us really expect the same type of production. No, yeah. But you still think that he would be productive this season if he sticks around. Yeah, like for Robert Quinn's career, in terms of sack production, it always fluctuates. But now he is in a defense that is more catered to his strengths, putting his hand in the dirt and – just getting off the line of scrimmage quickly, does that, if he does end up staying, does, I mean, it should help Robert Quinn and what he wants to do here in Chicago. Something also that he did really well in, alongside the sack production, he also had 27 total tackles, which is the most he had since 2014. So getting after it in that aspect of the game as well, just, Adam, if, if it comes down to a scenario whether the Bears can trade Robert Quinn or keep him for 2022, this team definitely benefits having him, in my opinion. When you've got guys like Dominique Robinson who are still learning the position, you can help him out. Also, when you look at just the edge rushers the Bears have, there's not a lot of depth. It's yeah. Travis Gibson, Alquan D. Muhammad, Robert Quinn. So you take him out of the equation, then you're really asking guys who are still trying to become those long-term starters to be those guys right now. And maybe that's what Iberflus and this defense may want if they were to trade Robert Quinn, but there is definitely value in keeping a guy that came off a year where he had 18 and a half sacks and he's going into a defense that does cater more to his strengths. Well, I think there's a, a couple uh, factors here that we have to monitor. Um, and one, one of them is the depth that you have at defensive end. I mean, the most obvious factor is what what the hell is the market? Mm -hmm. Now, I think I was a few months ago totally in the camp where you just came from, which is like Robert Quinn still has something left in the tank. You're not going to get a lot for him just because of where he is, and he has more value to the players that are on your roster and the production he can still give your defense. Because, look, you still want to give the offense and Justin Fields a good field position. Yep. You don't want to just go out there and rebuild your defense completely and just now it's shitty and you can't get stops and now you don't win, you don't win the field position game. Because the offense, as we know, needs every help piece of help it can get. Work in progress. And so you think Robert Quinn can still help get after the quarterback. The more I've thought about this, though, I do think there is a possibility of a market developing based on injuries, based on that production you still see from last year. No one trading for Robert Quinn's can say, oh, we're going to get 18 sacks. But if you can get 10, is that realistic? 
Um, and even if that's not right at the beginning of the season, August, maybe it's later in the season. Mm-hmm. The other side of this, though, is what, what else you have on your depth chart. And the reality is, if you keep Robert Quinn around, he's obviously starting. You spent money on Al-Qadi Muhammad. I think everybody's expecting big things out of Travis Gibson. Like, don't you have to put Travis Gibson in the starting lineup at this point? You have to, Don't yeah. you want to see how he can handle that? And if Dominic Robinson has been impressing as much as I've kind of heard whispers already, like, they're really excited about him, the rookie out of Miami, Ohio. I mean, what kind of reps is he really going to get if there's three guys ahead of him? It would be tough to get reps on. Like a lot. I mean, yeah. he may still get 10. He may still play a small percentage. And he's, I think he's going to factor big on special teams. But I guess what, what I'm getting at is you don't want to thin yourself out too much. Don't forget you still have Charles Snowden around. I don't really know where he's at or how he fits his defense. Carson Taylor the rookie out of uh, Northern Arizona, somebody who's impressed. And and maybe that's just an off OTA flash and the pads go on and we never hear from him again. Or he continues to push to make the 53. Well, you have to have the roster spots to make that type of thing happen. And so I'm not sure I'm totally on board with trading Robert Quinn right now for like if you're telling me you're only getting a six-round pick back. Yeah. I don't know. But I think if we're talking more like a fourth or a third. Now we're talking. And you're feeling good about some of the young players you brought in, and they need not only the roster spot but the reps, then I think I'm totally on board with making that move. Now, he may force this whole thing because he had, yeah. did not show up to mandatory minicamp. Quite frankly, we don't know if he's going to show up to training camp. I have no idea. And that will be one of the first storylines we're looking at in two weeks when they report. Yeah, and, you know, there, another scenario that's always made sense in my mind, if it, there were be a trade, it'd be around the trade deadline. Last year's what, around November 2nd? So if there's a playoff team knowing that they have aspirations to win the Super Bowl, so one of their top edge rushers goes down, okay, what, Bears, what do you want for Robert Quinn? And if he's still playing, you know, well at that point in the season, that also makes, uh, makes sense in my mind. Um, but... Adam, you mentioned we have a second player to discuss. Yep. And before we do that, i got to tell you about PointsBet. If you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, real quick, before we get to our second player, I just saw this tweet from uh, the Bears Outreach Twitter account. I know a lot of people have been wondering, like, what that um, international game of risk the NFL was. (laughs) All the teams got assigned countries. Yeah. And one of the countries the Bears have is the UK, which makes a lot of sense. They have a good following there. Um, And they just tweeted this out. uh, Actually, it was just like three minutes ago. But they have their... uh, 
truck there that they have painted. Big Ben, Parliament kids. Yep, in front of Big Ben. And they said that the hashtag UK Mini Monsters, brought to you by United, of course, will be traveling across England, Wales, and Scotland for the next two weeks. If you see us, make sure to take a pic and tag us using hashtag UK Mini Monsters. But this was part of that. You know, I think a lot of people jumped to the conclusion that they're going to play more games there, and maybe they do. But it's all about, I think, strengthening the um, fan bases there of the teams that do get assigned mm-hmm. to the UK. Spain is their other country, too. Um, but it, obey, it essentially gave them rights to continue to advertise and build relationships and sponsorships there in the UK. Uh, I know just people had questions about like what all that meant. And this is a, a small example. Well, here's what it means. Confirm Bears new stadium in UK. That's what it means. Obviously. There you Adam. go. Shout out to, uh, Done. that's Fofo plays. Fofo plays. Maybe Lori Lightfoot becomes the queen of England <laughs> and they reach a stadium deal there with a dome. Oh, and they try to pave over the ocean. <laughs> yes. The English yep. Channel. Who mm-hmm. needs the English Channel? Just pave it over. Pave connect it, over. it right to France. Or Chicago. And we don't need the channel anymore. There you go. Mm-hmm. I just like Problem solved. Channel. Channel's fun to say. <laughs> yeah. All right, final player we need to talk about. It's a kicker. It's a kicker. Um, for one... Kicker problem solved. Remember, this was a problem a couple years ago. So your kicker is now uh, one of your best players on the team. Also a problem. (laughs) Your kicker is one of the best players on your team. So there's that to consider. But uh, Cairo Santos, some call him Carlos Santos, uh, the (laughs) long-term starter category here at 3.5. And he was really good. He's been really good the last two years, actually. And um, the Bears gave him a three-year deal last year. He's now going into year two of that three-year deal. Well, he's one of the best kickers in the NFL at this point. You might remember he had that streak of 40 straight made field goals um, that ended on a ridiculous 65-yard attempt to win the game in Pittsburgh that I think fell like 10 yards short. Yeah, well, it's not close. Nobody in the right mind uh, well, in that stadium. Well, except the thing is, is when you're watching it live, it almost looked like it went in, like the way that camera angle, angle yeah. fooled oh, the really? eye. Yeah, it was very it strange. closer the first time you saw it, and then I think they did a side a side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they showed the, the replay, so and you're like, oh, like, that was oh, not even remotely close Why at did all. they do that? <laughs> I'll tell you the view that Jeff Dickerson and I had from the, from the uh, what's it called now, the Acres. Acresure insurance stadium, insurance stadium, Heinz Field, Huntsfield. Um, The view from that press box, great press box, by the way, the view. Press box is fine, but the view is great. You're a little bit lower. Um, Yeah, that was not going in. (laughs) It was not going in. Yeah, that was a – I was was in my garage playing darts watching on the TV out there, and it was, was, you know, a couple beers deep. So, you know. I mean, there were so many factors of why that – decision was terrible dumb i mean a hail mary had to have had a higher percentage going in yeah i mean if it had been like 58 59 okay if you're totally desperate and you don't have a streak of 40 going 
what the hell? Like, then it doesn't matter. Like, but you to me, the streak actually mattered. And kickers do get in funks. You He missed a field goal the following week. Two weeks in a row. It yeah. was uh, against Baltimore and then against Detroit. So after that, that yeah. missed 64-yarder, he did go into a three-game streak. He, he went missing. through a, a tiny little funk there. And I just... There's no way of knowing, but I really feel like he, that wouldn't have happened and he not had the streak over. Like, th- I think that streak really had him locked in. And it just mm-hmm. sucked to have it lost on a chance that had uh, really no kick. chance. Yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't happening. So, regardless, he got through it, which is good. You still feel great about him being your kicker. Cairo Santos um, has been great, and you got him locked up for another two seasons. Um, and it's good because he is kicking at the level of a long-term starter. Now, if there's any issue there at all, not that it's really an issue, but um, doesn't necessarily have the strongest leg. Yeah. So, in terms of I tuck- mean, clearly he couldn't make it from 65. Yeah, well, what are you <laughs> doing? I mean, he's not Justin Tucker. Um but that was the thing. The Justin Tucker kick in, in, in Detroit, I think, was 65 yards. Indoor. That was indoors, and it hit the crossbar. Yeah. And Pitch- he's Justin Tucker. I remember we were Justin talking Tucker. about the whole week leading up to that game in Pittsburgh. It's how Pittsburgh is just as tough as Soldier Field to kick in. We talked to Cairo Santos that week, you know, in, in terms of the streak. And you're thinking, okay, if it ends in Pittsburgh, it's because it's windy, it's a 48-yard, it's not a chip shot, maybe pulls it left. 65 yards. Justin Tucker made it from 65 yards in a dome, and it hit the crossbar. Yeah, and one of the comments, I mean, it was a really accurate kick at least. So it was like he had the accuracy down, just doesn't have the leg, and that's that's a knock on Cairo Santos. It's When he gets into that 50-plus range, and it's still tough for every kicker, like that's I, I don't know. I gotta be honest. Fifty yard, fifty yard kicks, I feel like, are going in at a much higher rate than when I. Well, they are. You know, I yeah. Mean, for him, that's not his strength. That's not where you want. Yeah, to that's see why Cairo I was gonna say he's not one of these. Um, let's call them new age kickers. I don't know. They, but here's the thing: there's been some kickers in recent years that, like Roberto Aguayo, who get drafted because they have big legs and all, and then they, the accuracy still more important. Easily, by the way, and I think the thing you love about. Robbie Gold used to um, – I'm just talking about covering the Bears from the press box. You're always looking for opportunities to be able to look down at your computer and write a couple words or get off a tweet or just get some notes and not miss anything. When Robbie Gold was in his element, like good as gold, right, I wouldn't even watch his field goals. <laughs> like you just knew they were going in. Mm. And it started to get to that point with Cairo Santos where I'm like, okay, 42 yards, this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. you know, And so – I think from that standpoint, you still feel really, really good about him. What I was going to get at is from a kickoff standpoint, um, I have noticed, and sometimes it's just to save your kicker's leg in practice, but Trenton Gill, who has a big leg, can handle some kickoff duties. He did that at North Carolina State. Something to watch. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but just something to keep in mind. There you go. Get uh, Trenton Gill on the field. I mean, Pat O'Donnell could do that too, Mm -hmm. and they didn't do that with Pat O'Donnell unless it was like an injury situation. Um, but just something to keep in mind. Yep. So, all right. Um, I'm sorry. We got to address JR's comment here. How do you, JR Mayberry says, how do you expect someone as short as Nick? I'm not even that short. Like, <laughs> to average. kick it over 50 yards. <laughs> you could. I, I, well, I can't kick it over like 
I don't even know. I don't kick. Well, he's talking about Cairo Santos being as short as you. Is what he's. Oh, he's a professional. Yeah, and he's Brazilian. Ah. Yep. Have you ever played soccer? Uh, I did. That was the first sport. Did I you played. play any sports? I play, well, I played football all four years, oh, okay. but I, I played soccer, and I just, I, I was just too physical on defense. I guess I push people instead of like trying to get the ball away. Nicholas Redcard Moriano. Yeah, because my grandpa he he played on the Ecuadorian national team. Played against Pele. My dad, yeah, and we Holy yeah, shit, that's awesome. I believe yeah, there's a yeah, whole other show. We'll have to get that photo up of my grandpa. He's like right next to Pele, and yeah, he was on the national Ecuadorian team and. Maybe if I would have stuck with soccer. I was going to say, that those are in your genes, man. Yeah, my dad, see, my dad never played. He played basketball and baseball growing up, and then I was the first one to play football. So. If you ever have a child, you should tap into that. Just play soccer. Yeah. Uh, will your dad be at softball tonight, by the way, speaking of your dad? If it doesn't rain. Uh, he will not be there, though. Uh, well. Mr. Moriano will not okay. be there. Does he come to the softball games? Came to two of them. Yeah. Nice. He was pitching one of them when Joey yeah. was in here. Pitched yeah, he, and, uh, uh, I saw, yeah, he had to wear it. We got a little bit beat, beat up that night. Yeah, yeah, they got beat up. Red card Moriano. That's good. There we go. <laughs> Don't get any red cards in softball. Leave okay, that to Shane to Reardon. Do. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right, good show. Fun stuff. Uh, tomorrow, we have, uh, we are down to two players left. In the whole grades. Quick. It also shows you how there's not a lot of returning players. <laughs> we got through that that, <laughs> that quick. Um, but tease this: the Bears' top offensive player. I wonder who that could be. coming tomorrow. Uh, we are done with the with the uh, opponent previews, previews though, yeah. so we'll have to figure out something else to talk about for a segment. We'll have Will. I, I we'll think maybe Will we should or? just you know Will? focus in on uh, Nick's grandpa's. Yeah, I'll have to Team get Ecuador. that photo set up. Then. Yeah. Yep. Seems like a win to me. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Nicholas Moriano, at Law on the Draw, for Lawrence Benedetto. Thank you. Our awesome producer. And uh, also at CHGO Sports, at CHGO underscore sports, I should say, and at CHGO underscore bears. Uh, check us out. Please hit that like button as we started the show. Please do that. Hit subscribe. Grab those notifications so you know when we go live. And, um, Rate and review the podcast if you listen to us that way. I just saw Luke Stuckmeyer off uh, off camera, and he's he's got some new dope merch he's wearing. Yeah, he does have the Ooh, dope merch. He's got on the, my way. I got the email this morning. I yeah. should get that new Skyline the, CHGO That's the one shirt. he's wearing. I cannot wait. That's the first time I'm seeing it in person. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, it's pretty, it looks it's even better. because it's on Luke. If you're watching on YouTube right now, it's the one on the left. Yeah. Just imagine yeah. sexy Luke Stuckmeyer wearing that. That's too I bad. He's, he heard us. he's very old. He can't hear much. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just mean. Just can't hear. All right, guys. Have a good Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow, one o'clock.